14 minutes past six. It's Entrepreneur Friday today, focusing on the state of entrepreneurship in South Africa. Uh, talking about whether, is it in a good state? We've seen so many efforts. We know uh, when we look at, uh, you know, all the talk around entrepreneurship, around small business uh, and so on, there's, there's all sorts of institutions trying to support it from public to private sector, private individuals. There's private equity. There's people throwing money um, into the situation. But is it all coming together and actually creating an entrepreneurial society? Are we even an entrepreneurial society? When you look around you, uh, do you see people hustling, uh, trying to build businesses? Those who are, do you find that they have the kind of support that they need? If you're one of those people, you're trying to start a business, uh, you are also running a business and you want to build it. You want to build it to possibly create an empire that you can sell. Um, are you getting the kind of support that you require? Um, come into this conversation. Talk to us on, where's my number? 11 731-8500 that's 011-731-8500 also you can tweet us at Moneywave Radio or at Seeking Gabadeli. Our guest today is Ran Noinia who is Group CEO, uh, Group Co-CEO at the Creative Council. Ran, thanks so much for your time uh, today. Siki, thank you for having me. Well, I mean, you are evidence <laughs> that <laughs> there's entrepreneurship happening in the country. The kind of stuff that you have done, building businesses, businesses, and you sell them, and you are participating, you are assisting um, entrepreneurs. So, I guess your answer is going to be absolutely we are entrepreneurial. I wish country. I, I wish I could say that. I, yeah. re- I really do, and I really do have a passion and a love for entrepreneurship. I always say Creative Council is my wife, but entrepreneurship is actually my business, my <laughs> mistress. You're a mistress. Uh, my yeah. mistress, unfortunately. Um, I think as a nation, we have a very big entrepreneurial spirit. Um, and you can see it everywhere you go. If you drive through a traffic light, there are people trying to sell you things. Yeah. They're always on top of the trends. When, when we had load shedding, they were selling torches and batteries and Absolutely. lights and stuff like that. So as a nation, we have an amazing, amazing, amazing entrepreneurial spirit. The problem is that that doesn't translate into real, real um, entrepreneurs with a real, real high caliber entrepreneurs, mm. uh, entrepreneurs that can compete internationally. And I think that that's where South Africans are failing, where, where South Africa is failing. Why is it that we can't take people off the robot where they're selling us hangers and light bulbs and, as you say, like uh, what's those rubbish bags uh, and so on, to running corporations then? I think what happens is there's, there's this gap between the, the grassroots level and, like I said to the big caliber entrepreneurs. And unfortunately, no one is filling that gap. It's not something that we can fill very quickly because it's a legacy thing. Mm. It's not something where the government can appoint a minister today and tomorrow we'll see results. It's one of those things that we should have focused on a couple of years ago and we didn't. And now we're paying the price and we've got this huge gap in entrepreneurship. And it's unfortunate because where we are today in an economy like the one we have today, where growth is stagnant, where there's so much unemployment, the only hope this country has got is entrepreneurs. Mm. And who will create jobs. Who will and, create and, jobs, and, yes. And. So wh- what's the gap then? What is the problem? I think the problem is that the gap happened a while back. And I think that the problem is that too many people are relying on government to make changes to sort out the problem. Mm. And that's not going to happen. We actually have to get up and do it ourselves. People in business, um, people who 
people who have been successful in business have a responsibility to give back. And one of the ways to give back is to give back to entrepreneurship and to start planting the seeds for the future harvest. What does business need to do? Because we, we hear these calls, right? And I mentioned in my introduction that we have so many institutions, right? So the DTI, I know, runs CEDA, runs all sorts of incentives. There's tax incentives if you want to export your goods to another part of the world and, and so on, and you can get those benefits through the DTI, for example. And then you've got all sorts of institutions. You've got the National Empowerment Fund. You've got business partners business here. Partners. You have um, the Airway to Fund. Um, there's there's everything that seems to be out there and yet we're not boosting these numbers so let's look at the idc let's look at business partners when you go to business partners in the idc the first thing that you need to do is you need to stand in front of them and pitch your business to them with a solid business plan yeah where do i learn how to do this business plan and i know you're going to disagree with me about this whole do we need a business plan don't we need a business plan Mm -hmm. we need a business plan because if you're going to go ask anybody for money you need to have thought through your business properly. And the only way to do that is through a business plan. But who's going to teach you to do that? Exactly. And and that's where the gap is. The gap is that we need this bridge between the people who know how to do the business plan properly and the people who don't know how to do the business plan properly. Let me share an experience with you. I, I I believe in shared experiences. Okay. So without probing the listeners... I always reply to, to males that request my help in specifically with regards to entrepreneurship. Okay. I'm not asking the listeners to email me now. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that I always reply to every male. Okay. And I got a mail the other day from someone who was very, very interesting, and he claimed to have an app that, could, that was better and could take on Uber. And I thought, okay, interesting. Mm, this is an entrepreneur. He, yeah. a, he, he crafted an amazing email. Let me listen to what this guy has to say. And I took an hour out of my day to meet this guy to listen to his plan. And guess what? He did have an app. And guess what? The app works better than Uber, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And his plan was better than Uber. And so I asked him about the numbers. Yeah. And he went blank. He didn't know his numbers. Now, as an investor, as an entrepreneur, would you put your money behind someone who doesn't understand their numbers? Absolutely not. And that's the bridge that we have to build. We have to coach these people in all elements of building a business. And that's where we are failing. And you asked me what business can do. Mm. Business can get up off its butt. But. <laughs> you can say that on radio. You can say that on yes. radio. So business must get up off its butt and stop complaining about the state of entrepreneurship and fund grassroots programs that teach people how to be entrepreneurs. And if you are successful in business, you have a duty to give back to this country by mentoring people to bridge this gap. And that's what we spend our time doing. Let's talk to Peter in Durban. Hi, Peter. Yes, good evening to you and your guest. Mm. Uh, the point I want to make, and I, you know, I agree with a lot with what he says, is that the problem here lies in the fact that the, in the institutions where the normal entrepreneur, you know, you get about doing your, your day's work and coming with your ideas, mm. people at that level actually don't understand what it is like to be involved or run a small business, whether it be around the cash flow, whether it be around waiting for somebody to pay you or whatever may be involved. And those aspects are critical in the survival of the business. And what is happening is that you are going to these institutions 
And the people who you're actually dealing with on a day-to-day basis get paid salaries. They get paid um, to do a job. So they've got no concept what the entrepreneur, the small businessman, is actually trying to overcome, the obstacles he's trying to overcome to build his business. So the gap is between that and the communication on a higher level to where we actually want to go. If we can enable people at that lower level that we're talking about now to understand where the entrepreneur is actually coming from and the obstacles that he faces Mm. trying to get there, I think we'd have a far better idea of building a future than of just saying, well, we want to be entrepreneurs and there's that gap. Certainly. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for your call. That's Peter in Durban. And he makes a very good point because if the people who are advising you have never actually I agree run a business themselves. I what agree are they with you? Peter. I agree with Peter 100%. I've watched this. I've watched people apply for finance from these institutions mm. and they're faced with a suit who studied accounting at university and then went and did his articles and has never been an entrepreneur in his life. I think that is one of the problems. And I think that we should be more empathetic to what entrepreneurs go through on a day-to-day basis. But how many of people like you, Ren, are willing to go in there and say, look, I've been through the trenches, so I'm going to go and teach. I believe that we have a responsibility. I believe that if we want the change to happen, we can't sit here and wait for it to change. We actually have to take matters into our own hands and do it. And I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I spend a lot of time with my mistress, this (laughs) entrepreneurship (laughs) mistress of mine, uh, mentoring, coaching, right from grassroots all the way up. As frustrating as it may be, Mm. um, the rewards afterwards when people succeed are incredible. And I want to talk a little bit about about that, the experiences that you have uh, with those entrepreneurs that you mentor. But let's take a call from Mboya in Pulukwane. Mboya, good morning. Oh, not morning, evening. <laughs> good evening, good evening. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yes, I was in business, a small business. I can tell you that there are enough support structures in, in the institutions for you to make it in business. Mm. The main thing that you have to have is the but and it, it's, it's the willingness to make it. As an entrepreneur, you must tell yourself that I have to make it. In that way, you'll move out of your comfort zone and go out there and market your business, and, and in order to be able to make it. And boy, I can. And boy, I can hear that you're a real, real, real entrepreneur. Uh, I can hear that you've really, really, really got that entrepreneurial attitude. And I think it is another thing which is lacking in this country is this attitude of I've got to get up and I've got to keep fighting and I've got to do this for myself. And I think, uh, salute you. I can thank you. Thank you. I can tell you the day, the day when I opened my business, which was 17 years ago, mm. my turnover was seven runs. <laughs> wow. And I, I had borrowed money from the bank. I had left my job to start a business. And I, all what I had to do was to, to have to make it. It, it has to make it. it has, I had to make it. I had no choice. And, and boy, I, what business are you in? What business are you in? I've got, I've got PostNet franchises. You've got PostNet franchises? Yes. Amazing. At the moment. And yes. how, how many people do you employ? I've got nine outlets now. That's amazing. Wow. I've, I've employed more than 100. Wow. So he has an entrepreneur and that employs more than 100 people. This is what I'm saying to you. Yeah. And, and I started, we were only two when we started. Yeah. And one of my employees that started with me then 17 years ago, he's still working for me now. And every manager in my store 
can actually run her own business. Because it's all about being honest and transparent. Mm. It's about pride and loss. It's about sitting together and so that we can know that if you say, put this mark up, why are you saying that? Yeah. If you say, these are the targets you're supposed to meet, why are you saying that? Yeah. You know, when, 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 you, when, you, when you waste a paper, that is money you're wasting. You know, and then they take ownership. My manager taking ownership. The mm. It's taking ownership because yeah. if they didn't meet the target, they become frustrated. And, and they sit down in the morning the following day and, and have to discuss with yourself what, can they, what else can they do and they take and taking responsibility thanks Mboya. thanks and taking responsibility thanks so much for your call today and sharing sharing your your story and your journey for with us today okay you're welcome that's Mboya in pulukwani we've got a tweet uh from gary who says siki entrepreneurs need customers and the customers are working families but we don't pay them enough to support entrepreneurs and it is it's a it's a, I don't want to use the word, it's in a vicious circle, but it's... It's cliched, but you, let's use it. Come you on, know, let's, let's that's what it. it is. That's what it is. It if is. we, if the one is not supported, um, then you kind of cut off the customers of the business that you want to grow and so on. But Ran, we're going to pause there for a moment and we're going to pick up on that. And I do want to hear, um, I, want, I want an answer to my, my earlier question as well. We'll do that in a moment. It's 28 and a half minutes past six here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. It's Entrepreneur Friday in conversation with Ran Noyne, who is a group co-CEO of the Creative Council, talking um, entrepreneurship. Some interesting calls that we've had uh, run today because it's on the one hand, it's about, you know, let's understand the basics of running a business and ensure that the people that are what we want to promote as an entrepreneur as entrepreneurs and those who are training those entrepreneurs understand those businesses that was peter's call um boya talks about you know you've got to be in there (laughs) if i look at the calls we've Mm. had today we've had one call that said you've got to be in there and you've got to be involved and you've got to build and then i we had another call which said you know people aren't earning enough and therefore it's you know we're not going to succeed as entrepreneurs so you can clearly see that one of the callers was an entrepreneur and the Mm. other one isn't really an entrepreneur um, looking for excuses as an entrepreneur you can't look for the excuses you've got to find the opportunity so we look at an, at an economy that we have now and we look at the the little growth that we have and it's going to force us force us to innovate and that's going to drive more entrepreneurs if we can get that spirit up and we can become an entrepreneurial nation and it's something which we've got to keep fighting for because that's the only thing that's going to save south africa and it's the only thing that's going to save this continent a good place to leave it. Thanks so much for your time. Today, Ran Noinia is a Group C co-CEO of the Creative Council, bringing us to the end of this edition of the SAFM Market Update with MoneyWeb. We're back on Monday. Bye-bye.